All right, Leadheads. Welcome back to the Talking Lead Podcast. Woohoo! This is episode Damn. 265, baby. And uh, I thought it would be like a more special number. <laughs> 260. That's pretty special, 265. I guess so. That's yeah. kind of an yeah. even, even number. What did I, I came back for 200, and I came back for one other one. I've come back for like three. You've been, you've been on two or three. So, as you guys can hear, the Squatch has joined us, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! Zeke Stout. Wait, that, was, that was a horrible Squatch no, squatch noise. That was like a screwed up, like a drunk Chewbacca. Is that like a dying duck is, <laughs> is what it sounded like. So, uh, welcome in, Zeke. How are you? Doing great, man. It's been a while. You, it has. You have been busy. <laughs> I have been a busy man. You've been and doing we things. Talk about it today. Zeke's been doing things. He's been doing some I've things. Been doing, doing things. Doing lots and of today things. Today I get to talk about it, and this is my first interview since the announcement. Because Talking Lead is the show for exclusives. Yeah. 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 But before we do that, as always, Leadheads, we got to thank those who make this show possible. The official optics of Talking Lead, Right On Optics, R I T O N. Check them out at rightonusa.com. Zeke and I, as you guys are listening to this, we're going to be in Georgia. We're going to be at the IRAC Veteran 8888 YouTube shoot. Yes, sir. Right On's going to be there, and we're going to be testing out some of their new stuff they've got, the new 1 to 8. You guys have seen the social media posts that I've put up. They're a new 1 to 8 by 28 IR Tactical. They also have a hunting version of that. They've got them in first focal plane, second focal plane. And uh, we're going to have that out there, testing out. Zeke, you're really going to like it. You're going to love the 1-8, to eight, man. I'm telling you. Looking forward to it. That new tactical reticle that they've got on that. They worked with Charlie Melton on that, that reticle. Nice. And uh, speaking of Charlie, uh, we're going to be headed out. Hopefully, we're going to be headed out to Utah for that shot. It's been pushed back again. Don't have the dates yet, uh, but I know it's at least another couple of weeks before we're going to go out there when Charlie attempts the world record uh, longest rifle shot, and uh, he's gonna he's gonna attempt seven thousand yards, Zeke. That's <laughs> that's uh, like almost four miles. Yeah, that's a really far, long way. <laughs> that's further than I can throw a rock. So <laughs> I, I would think so. You wouldn't be doing a podcast if you could throw a rock that far, <laughs> right? I'd be doing something else. Probably wouldn't yeah, be. Probably, I probably wouldn't probably be playing the baseball. I don't know. Yeah. I'd, that'd be like murdering people. So <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't do that. But yeah, we're gonna go out there. I'll let you guys know when uh, when we get that set up. Uh, right on's gonna be it, out there. Well, you know what? I just caught on to, and, and I've been on the show to? several times since. You still say we? Have you developed like a multiple personality disorder or something? I've always said <laughs> we, man. We we're gonna we, be out there. We We're are talking going. lead. When I say we, I represent the Leadhead Brigade. So when nice. I'm there, all of our listeners are there as well. So it's, it's, like we're it. in this together, man. We're like in this it. together. Uh, and when I say we, I also mean our sponsors. So Rideon's going to be out there. Modern Spartan Systems is going to be represented. Charlie uses their, their line of products uh, to lube and clean his firearms, just like we do here at Talking Lead. And uh, X Steel Targets is going to be out there as well. X Steel Targets. The best, most affordable AR-500 steel targets on the market today. XSteelTargets.com. Uh, he's custom-made 
some targets for Charlie for this world record shot. Uh, he's going to start off at 4,000. He's going to go 5,000, 6,000, 7,000, uh, work his way up. Uh, over, I think we're going to, you know, we're going to be out there a few days. So if I get the opportunity to go out there, I'm going to get some trigger time with these guys, with these firearms that, that they're using. Uh, Brad Stair uh, has done some uh, custom ammunition. He's using the, the Tejas round. He developed that round himself. And uh, he's got some rifles that he's custom made for Charlie as well for these these shots. So going to be interesting. And we're going to have some ride-on optics on those rifles as well, testing those out. 1776 United, which Zeke is wearing one of their shirts today, <laughs> as a matter of fact. Yeah, it's the blue one with all the stars. With the stars, <laughs> right, exactly. The Washington flag. I love this shirt. And awesome. uh, you can get the Talking Lead shirts at 1776 United as well. We've got the Lead Head Brigade. We've got our um, classic, I call it the classic Talking Lead logo t-shirt. Uh, and we've got our patches for the Lead Head Brigade. So you guys, uh, I know they're out of those right now. It's going to be a couple of weeks before those get back in stock. But go ahead, put your orders in, and he'll get those out to you when they get back in stock. Uh, and the the tumblers, the talking lead, evil black assault mug tumblers. I talked to him today, and they are putting the order in those with Danny at Dipstick123, and they're going to start carrying those for us uh, at 1776 United, so you can get all your talking lead swag at one locale. Go and show Danny some love. Dip123.com forward slash talking lead, and you guys can go ahead and put those orders in now for the, Danny's awesome for the talking <clears throat> leddies better than a yeti a leddy keeps <laughs> keeps your drinks minutes colder than a yeti minutes <laughs> minutes when minutes count you need the leddy <laughs> you need the leddy exactly because those you know minutes count when you're drinking that cold beer you know you want that beer to stay just frosty cold till that you know, last sip it's weird. I think the universe is like telling me I should be on this podcast today because I just opened Instagram while you were talking. Yeah. And the first post I saw was from Chuck Sanford. Yeah. Number one lead hit. <laughs> yeah. And then the second one was Rob Hunter's amazing, amazing inking and yeah, Rob cover, Hunter cover of uh, Red Lantern. That thing is oh, that sick. is cool. Yeah, you yeah. guys follow Rob Hunter. He does amazing comic book uh, artwork for yeah, Marvel, Hunter DC. Um, he's he's in high demand. Great mm. artist. Mm. I can't believe we've not had him on the show. We tried to a couple times. You remember that time he sent us a boatload of comic books? Oh, dude, it was like a yeah, all autographed. We gave away a bunch of them, and yeah, I've still got a few of them. I, I, I kind of hoarded a couple of them. Yeah, I still got uh, some myself. Which you know, we got to cherry pick. That's the Benefit oh, yeah. of being the you know the host of the show, we get to do that. Yep. Um, and then of course, Defy watches the official wristwear of Talking Lead. Defy watches Smith Bradley watches. Our good buddy Jeremy was on a couple episodes ago talking about all the cool things that they're doing in Hollywood. Uh, they got the uh, featured watch in 10 Minutes Gone, the new Bruce Willis movie that's going to be out. Uh, they haven't actually announced the release date yet, but it's coming soon. And then uh, the Discovery Channel TV show that they're on, it's called Discovering Water. Um, that's going to be an awesome episode, too. 
And you guys can go to Defy Watches and Smith Bradley. He's been posting pictures with Bruce Willis and uh, some guys from the Discovering Water TV show. There was this lobster they he posted a picture of one of the guys on the show, and it had to be like a thirty pound lobster. I mean, it was mm-hmm. that, that ginormous. It was huge. So wow. that's, that's going to be an exciting show. So you guys make sure you check the release of that, which is coming, I believe, as you're listening to this show. Um, it it I think it's like this weekend or something. So it's coming. Coming on Discovery? On Discovery Channel, Zeke. What a wonderful channel. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Right? I think we may have more to add to that here in just a little bit. I think we might. Uh, But make sure you guys go and support all those who support the Talking Lead show. Right on. Right on USA. Modern Spartan Systems. X-Steel Targets. 1776 United. And Defy Watches. And then... If you didn't listen to last week's episode, make sure you go back to episode 264. We had Rob Manning. Uh, Rob is the editor of Gun World Magazine. It was a really good interview with Rob, and we've got some things lined up that we're going to start doing with Gun World Magazine also. So we're going to have uh, some cool collaborations with them coming in the near future. So go back to episode 264. Check that out. But, Zeke, do you hear that? Hear what? You hear that sound? What's the thing? It's the jack wagon train, baby. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Gunny, bring that train in. We got some jack wagons for you. Hey, Ralph, Semperfy, do or die, hold them high at 8th and I. It is time for the talking lead jack wagon of the week, so brace yourself, baby. All right, the train has stationed, and as always, I like to defer to our guest, and I'm going to let Zeke go first. I'm going to start off easy with what you and I talked about last night. <clears throat> okay. And then we'll then we'll start doing the hard hitters after that. All right. That sounds good. But, you know, a lot of a lot of people know from listening in the past and probably continuously with you uh we're huge comic fans. Absolutely. And 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 so far comics, Netflix, movies, yeah. Oh, oh pop yeah. culture. Netflix, we're into that. Netflix has kind of been hit or miss with with their comic with their Marvel stuff specifically. I think they've uh, been more hit than miss. Yeah, they have been more hit. I think uh, they've really Luke only Cage. had one miss. <laughs> well, Defenders. Well, yeah, and that kind of ties in with with Iron Fist too. But uh, go ahead, yeah. go ahead. Well, and Iron Fist is almost what ruined Defenders outside of the last two episodes, just being one fight. <laughs> I mean, if you it read. Was like- if you read some what? of the articles, you think Iron Fist almost brought down the entire Marvel universe. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's, it's like he almost bankrupted them or something. I don't know. Yeah. So my jack wagons are the the writers, and and it felt like I'll give them credit. It felt like the second season they made a better attempt to kind of redeem the BS from the first season, right? Yeah. Because the first season was just, uh, I'm a rich guy and I have an iron fist and Kunlun 20 times an episode. And let's, Kunlun, Kunlun, let's have Kunlun. a meeting and let's talk about it. They had so many damn meetings. Oh, oh my God. Board meetings. <laughs> yes. Board meeting after board meeting. It's like, okay, enough with the meetings already. Over and over and So over. episode two, and- I'm like you, I had high hopes. You know, I'm giving them another chance. Even after Defenders, you know, I'm like, yeah. so, ep- you know, episode two, or not episode, but season two of Iron season Fist. Two, it, it, it had some redeeming qualities. I'll give it that. He he had a little more edge to him. 
until he started going, I don't know if I want the fist. Oh, it's the most awesome power in the world, but I don't know if I want it. Oh, by the way, I'm giving up my riches and avoiding them to help people, but I'm not going to help them with my iron fist. What the hell was that crap? I was like, what, what is going on? <laughs> it's, it's yeah, the, his incessant whining is, is just, it's overkill. Uh, you know, it's time it, for him to grow up. Uh, you know, and put the and, big boy pants on, <laughs> and we we get it, we get it. We're two seasons in. Yeah, you lived in Kunlun for a while. Got it. Yeah. Don't have to say the words Kunlun anymore. <laughs> but it's like every episode well, he hit in his contract, he has to go. Well, when I was in Kunlun, or in Kunlun, they trained me to, or Kunlun was this, and it's like, oh my god, dude. Well, listen, they they're building up because you know season three. Kunlun's going to come in somehow. Some they're going to go to Kunlun. It's it's going sure. to you know. So yeah. I mean, be be prepared because you're going to get a yeah. lot more of, of Kunlun. Yeah. Um, but but like you said, yeah, season two they brought in Typhoid Mary. Yes, and she was pretty awesome. The the actress that played her was awesome. She was really really good. Listen, I I was happy with everybody except Danny Rand's character. <laughs> I thought they did an amazing job building the character of Ward, you know, the you know, kind of delving deeper into Ward. I think they're going to yeah. actually develop him into some into something else. But the so if you can stand it until like the last 3 episodes, it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> or just listen to everything we said and just watch the last 3 episodes. And just watch <laughs> or you could. Yeah, you could just watch the last 3 episodes and, and it'll be it'll be perfectly okay. <clears throat> But I did, I have to say, I mean, guilty pleasure through some of the, I did enjoy some of the other episodes through it, um, but I think probably could have cut it in half and only done, what, six episodes? How many did they have? Twelve? I can't remember how many there were. But I think it was like twelve or, yeah, something like that, twelve, thirteen, somewhere yeah. In there. Yeah, but um, they did do a better job, I'll give them that. So, there was improvement. There's light yeah. at the end of the tunnel. Um so that's your jack wagon, the riders of Iron Fist, huh? That that's one of them, and I, I want to do the the university one. You want to do that? Okay, so I'll do mine. I'll do my next I, I, one. Yeah, you go for it. So my next one is, and I'm gonna find my article here. So, and this is this is local. This hits us uh, close to home here, Zeke. Memphis, Tennessee. Most uh, says ATF hundreds of guns stolen in Memphis seized near Chicago. So most of the roughly 400 guns that were stolen from a UPS service facility in Tennessee have been recovered in Chicago area, federal authorities say. So there were 400 guns stolen from a UPS facility in Memphis. How does that happen? I don't know. That sounds like an inside job because it's not like those guns are sitting out on the truck like, hey, look, we're guns. Yes. <laughs> They're pretty well incognito. Yeah, I mean, unless they just got like Ruger. So the, I guess it was from Ruger. So authorities seized about 365 Ruger 22 calibers and 380 caliber firearms after police officers responded to a call about suspicious activity in the southern Chicago suburb of Midlothian, I'm going to say, mm-hmm. on Sunday afternoon, about 12 hours after the guns were taken from a UPS facility in Memphis, a Bureau of Alcohol. Uh, ATF, Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, Explosive Agents, sent in a court document Tuesday. Um, so it goes on to say, and you had something about the they caught one of the guys? Mm-hmm. 18-year-old, I think it said. 
Yeah, he was an 18-year-old. Um, so what they did is they stopped him. His court document said officers found the truck at a store parking lot in Midlothian and questioned a 24-year-old, I'm not going to say their names, and an 18-year-old uh, before they both ran away. <laughs> so they questioned him and the two bolted. <laughs> that's, uh, all, that's not a good sign. Uh, it's usually not, but, you know, kids, who knows? They might have been, you know, stole a pack of gum or, you know, who knows? <laughs> who knows darn what? kids. Stupid kids. <laughs> they eventually came back to these guys uh, and the 18-year-old. I think they arrested the 18-year-old, and they're looking for the other guy right now. Uh, but it says they got most of them back, um, not all 400 of them. Um, but they had sold three, I think is what it was, for about 400 bucks um, wow. before, uh, before they got caught. But there is a reward, a $5,000 reward was offered for information leading to an arrest and conviction in this case. So anybody knows anything about that, you might uh, might get you a little little reward, five grand reward. That's not bad. Mm-mm, not too shabby. Not bad at all. So uh, that's my jack wagons um, is UPS for letting their guns get stolen. It's not the guys who stole them. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's UPS because um, you know what's going to happen now. All these gun grabbers are going to go after um, the, the shipping and transportation of firearms now. And UPS is like one of the only ones left that will that will ship firearms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Well, and it was probably not advertised, you know, on their website or anything. They were kind of probably kind of trying to just be quiet about it now. Yeah. Now, you know, it's going to get the lid blown off of it. Hopefully not. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll keep our eyes on this story and see if anything develops from it. Leadhead. Yep. All right. So our next jack wagon, I'm going to let you take this one. You said you'd like to, <laughs> you'd like to get jazzy I, with it. <laughs> I heard about this on the radio yesterday. This is not crazy. And I was like, okay, this is a joke. I'm going to go to the link and it'll be on the onion or something like that. But no, this is real. Um, this according, is a real thing. Yeah. This is a real thing. At the University of Manchester in Manchester, England, uh, according to a September 28th issue of the university's news- newspaper, The Mancunian. Yeah, that's close enough. Yeah. Uh, Mancun Lun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, students, the students' union passed a resolution that effectively – Banned clapping at student union events. <laughs> no clapping allowed. <laughs> the students' union votes to pass the resolution to avoid triggering anxiety during events. Okay. So I want to know what PTSD from clapping <laughs> triggers people's anxiety. College what students. Ha- what anxiety have college students developed that clapping would trigger. Uh, according to writer Amy Way, it was argued that the loud noise of traditional clapping and whooping, whooping, pose an issue to students. With <laughs> what anxiety. is it, the Arsenio Hall show? Yeah, pose an issue to students with anxiety or sensory issues. Clapping or jazz hands. <laughs> British sign language clapping. Okay, British sign or language clapping. Hands. Or jazz hands would be more inclusive form of expression. What is British sign language clapping? Uh, I don't know what that is. That's it's jazz hands. Is what is it the is. same thing? Uh, yeah, my my sister is a uh, 
sign language interpreter, and that's how they show clapping. So <laughs> sign language is different in different languages also? No, no, that's uh, British in America. It's all the same, pretty much. Uh, okay. But I, didn't, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, I just picture this spreading worldwide and us going to a Titans game, speaking of which, the Titans are kicking ass, uh, and you oh, got 60,000 people doing jazz hands in silence after a touchdown is scored. It's, it doesn't translate well to, uh, to radio either, does it? <laughs> no. It's... But it's that like, good what, job, Marty. Isn't that the whole point? <laughs> but isn't that the whole point in clapping? Uh, you know, is make some noise, show some appreciation. And that, yes, that, that lets the person it's know. It's a positive thing. Yeah. It's not like people go, screw you, you suck. Oh my God. Yeah. But here's, a, <laughs> here's another no, thing. It's a positive thing. Don't people who, who have this type of anxiety, don't they normally avoid large crowds anyway? Yeah. And, and that's what I'm trying to read, like, anxiety or sensory issues, like you said, they're not going to be in crowds like that. Typically, they're uh, not going to be, and if they are, then they're they, they are going to anticipate this, this noise, uh, clapping. You know, if, you're, if, you wow. go to, if you go to a play, what do people do? They clap. They applaud. You know, sporting <laughs> events. I mean, the, the... So now, okay, say you're an entertainer. Say you're an athlete. Say you're anything where when you complete your act, you want applause. You want people to say it's good. But instead, you're going to be like, take your bow after the play, and it's silent. It's dead silence. <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> Everybody's shaking their hand. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, fine. I mean, if it floats their boat, that's fine. Um, I just don't see this catching on. I really don't because I don't think the number of people that have this anxiety, what's the word I'm looking for, justifies a worldwide uh, changing of our thousands of year old traditions yeah. of clapping. I, I just I think this is know. like, I, there. there's lots of things out there that trigger people that, hey. You don't know what triggers it's, people. It's, it's reasonable to take a look at X, but clapping <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe mind. jazz hands triggers people. You know, hey, maybe somebody's you know triggered what? by jazz. I don't know. Hey, if it's around the light, you could be triggering a seizure in somebody with epilepsy. You know, you if you're could. flashing your hands in front of the lights, because I mean, you know, that, you know, that's what's going to happen, Zeke. Once this catches on and people start doing that, then you know, a true a true marketing guy is going to say, "How can I capitalize on this?" Well, since we can't clap anymore, it's a visual thing. Why not put lights on the hands? Why not make it yeah. flashy and different yeah. lights? So that's, you know, that's going to be the, and now we're going to start triggering epileptic seizures. Boom. You're right. You're right. You're right on the money on that. <laughs> then, <laughs> then it'll be, okay, everyone must grunt once in appreciation. <laughs> so the whole room simultaneously goes, <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's the new clapping. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, obviously this, this is, um, this is crazy. It's and of course, you know, it's happening over in England where they, you know. Where they ban memes. Where they ban knives now. You know, they're banning knives. Well, it's, you know, the knives, the guns, all the stuff they ban. When they ban memes, and I still don't know if it's that's banning true. memes. Is that because of the, um, the ter- they're afraid of terrorist attacks? It's going to trigger terrorist attacks? I, I don't know what it is, but I've, re- I've read a lot of little side articles, and I haven't really delved in to yeah. see if it's true 
But apparently, a lot of countries in Europe, you can get arrested for posting a meme. Yeah. And well, like, I think what? that's what that Charlie was it Charlie Hebdo or whatever, where the guy went and shot up that um, that magazine over there. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's been a couple of years ago, but uh, that had to do with a meme that somebody had done at that newspaper. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. So, do you know you can ban so, everything? Look, and that's crazy not going to people- happen here in America. No, we're not doing jazz hands in America. I can tell you right now. (laughs) You can ban everything that might trigger someone. You can ban guns, knives, memes, clapping, everything. And a crazy person will be like, that person has hair. I'm going to kill people because of it. Yeah. (laughs) They're going to find a reason and do something. Your beard offends me. Fix mental health. It's simple. (laughs) Just, yeah. So, all right. That's a good one. So would love to hear from you leadheads about that, too. So let's hear your opinions on these jack wagons. Um, thanks to – I got to I gotta give some proper thanks to the leadheads that sent this in. Uh, so Jason Farmer sent in the Memphis jack wagon and Pierce W. Taylor. So thank you guys for sending the, the uh, Memphis 400 gun stolen in on the jack wagon. That was a listener submitted one. I forgot to say that. This next one, I think I've probably had several you leadheads send this, so I'm not going to – mention everybody who sent this in uh there's a senator who voted against assault weapons ban who's now sponsoring gun control a gun control bill uh and his name is senator mark warner he's a democrat reaffirmed monday that he had changed his mind about a nationwide ban on assault weapons and called for such legislation to be enacted on the anniversary of last year's mass shooting in las vegas he's from virginia uh, so Warner, a Democrat who has long championed himself as a supporter of the Second Amendment, signed earlier this year that he had, re- or I'm sorry, signaled earlier this year that he had reversed course on an assault weapons ban after voting against such law in 2013. Uh, in an open-ended, I'm sorry, an op, opted in, in an opted in, what's that mean? In an opted in the Washington Post on Monday. In an op-ed. Uh, an op-ed. Okay. <clears throat> anyway. It's a type of article. In the Washington Post on Monday, Warner said he had signed on as a sponsor of a new assault weapon ban bill after observing Congress take little action to help combat a spat of mass shootings in America. Okay, you, you guys know our thoughts on this. We've talked about it a, a billion times. And here's a quote. It says, In the years since the Senate last had a meaningful debate about gun violence legislation. We've seen assault rifles and high-capacity magazines repeatedly used in mass shootings with ever-higher body counts. Though I remain convinced that strengthening our background check system is critical, I also believe we must do more to end mass shootings. So today I'm signing on as a sponsor of the assault weapons ban. He, can, can, he continued, and this is, what, this is what really makes him a jack wagon. I do this as a gun owner and a proud supporter of the Second Amendment. Yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> that is exactly what you do. You do this as not a proud owner and not a supporter of the Second Amendment. That completely goes against our Second Amendment rights and beliefs. And you, sir, are a jack wagon. Here's what you have to do. You know, you, you don't do more gun bans and more gun laws. You do what Mike Sodini's doing with Walk the Talk America 
and you get the two industries, the mental health industry and the gun industry together, and you get them to work together and talk and have meaningful conversations and share their data and share their information to help what you know people point at when you see a mass shooting. You got one side saying it's mental health. You got the other side saying it's the guns. It's the ammo. It's the magazines. It's this. It's that. But nobody is coming together to try to to fix this and and really figure out what 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 the best course of action is. And it's not more laws, because as we see, you know, criminals. That's what a criminal is. Criminals are going to break a law. So you put another law in, and then somebody else is just going to break it. They, they don't obey the laws. They don't obey them. Well, shit. <laughs> so so why put more well, Why are we going to do that then? How about enforcing the laws that are there and then addressing mental health and, you know, helping helping beat it before it happens? So And and I know in the past, you know, there's we've had uh <clears throat> Democrats that listen to talking lead because they also like guns. I get it. And I'm sure there's some listeners that don't like Trump. And they jump on that bandwagon of Trump is like a Nazi. He's like the next Hitler. Sure. He's an antichrist. I mean, they- why is it all of these people that are like Trump is Hitler? Trump is a Nazi. Also want that guy to take our guns. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what happened last time a Hitler took everyone's guns? <laughs> right. Exactly. It, it's, it, it's like the why do you not want to, if you think that Trump is that bad, why do you not want to be armed? Yes. <laughs> and protect yourself against what you think is a tyrannical government, which yes. is exactly what the Second That's Amendment what it's for. is there for. <laughs> so you're just, you're basically saying you want to give yourself over to a tyrannical entity. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what you're saying. So you're hypocrites. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 that's the that's the thing that blows my mind right now. Is your jack wagons? That, yeah, all these people that are so Trump is a Hitler Nazi, blah 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 blah. But you know, turn around and the next day they argue we need to take everybody's guns. <laughs> what? But if you and I, I, I heard um, an interview today, and they were giving some stats on some things, you know. And if you look at the liberal media sources like CNN, um, what's another one? Um, Pretty much everybody but Fox. <laughs> Huffington Post. Huffington Post. If you look at their their ratings before Trump was in office, they were like like dismal. Yeah. And if you look at the ratings now that Trump has been in office, you know they've gone up 40, 50, 100 percent on some of them. Uh, Trump has been good for business for them. That is why oh, yeah. when you turn over to CNN or these other channels, that is all they are talking about is Trump. Trump this, Trump that. If it's not Trump, it's his family or something related to Trump. You know, that's why they're doing it is because these idiots thrive on it. These people that hate him, they hate him so much that they will sit there and they will watch this stuff 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And that's why they do it. It's not, nope. you know, that's not that they, I'm sure they probably do, but it's not, he's good for business. You know, it's, it's, well, co- we, it's a complete we, business decision. The sad on these thing. Guys. The sad thing is we live in a society where people are, instead of thriving on doing cool shit and doing neat things and building things for with their hands or doing things for their community or making life better for your family and yourself and everybody else, they thrive on fighting with everybody that has a differing opinion. 
Right. It's I'm of, right. I'm right. And you're yeah, wrong. I can't th- be everything wrong. Everything is like, oh, you're an idiot. You're retarded. You're this. You're that. Whatever word they want to throw out to try to make someone feel bad about their viewpoint. Their beliefs. Yeah. And the the some media has figured it out. It's just like, hey, it's just like football, baseball, basketball. Well, they have, if we can pit two sides the, against each other and have media, everybody fight. The media has always figured it out. I mean, if you look at, yeah. at the opposite side of this, you know, I'm, I'm saying CNN and I'm saying the Huffington Post. and But if you look when Obama was in office, oh, yeah. who was thriving then? Fox, Fox. Rush Limbaugh, um, uh, Glenn Beck, you know, all these, the right wing guys were thriving then because it, business was good for them because they had something to talk about. These late yep. night shows, you know, with Trump, they're eating it up. That you know, because they're on that side of it, and they know that they make fun and they get on the bandwagon of hating and and dissing. Then I, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. I remember, and maybe it was the same for you. I remember when I was a kid, and I would hear parents or family members or just adults talking politics. It was never like it is today. It was civil debates. Well, I think this, and it may have gotten just borderline heated, but it wasn't, well, you're an idiot. You're stupid. Oh, my God. You're the oh, devil. People, yeah, people didn't it's, move out of state to get away from their neighbor because they. Right. <laughs> it was, it's it's just weird. And, and like you said, the talk shows. For a while there, it was funny on both sides. You know, there was funny jokes about Obama. There was funny jokes about Trump. It was Trump, equal I, opportunist yeah, uh, as far but, as making but fun of But now people, it's yeah. like. Instead of it being a funny joke in your stand-up routine, your entire show is about Obama, or your entire show is about Trump, or your entire. It's well, like, they didn't oh do a lot against. O- they didn't do a lot against Obama when he was in office. I, I assure yeah. you of that. That's, but I mean, that's there were shows I, that did. There were some, yeah, yeah. but it, it wasn't the mainstream ones. You know, like Saturday Night Live. You know, Saturday yeah. Night Live is just you know thriving on Trump right now. So yeah, I just so it's for business, well, you know. They're doing it. It's it's a business thing. That's why they do it. Is. Don't fall into their their book. And it's the you know the fake news, which I don't know if Trump coined that or not. But I mean, he definitely made it popular. If um, you would have told me <laughs> that the that the phrase "I wish our society would live by" in the 1980s, if you would have told me this, I would have laughed at you. But Bill and Ted were freaking right. <laughs> Bill and Ted's be, excellent adventure. Be, be excellent to each other. That's all we gotta freaking do. Be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes! <laughs> Keanu Reeves, <laughs> who be I would ex- love to have on the show, uh, John Wick. Yeah, yeah. He's uh he's come a long way. I mean, you think back, you know, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure Days to to the stuff he's done with Matrix yep. and John Wick. I read a I read a bio about him, and he may be one of my favorite actors. After I read that, Point like, Break he just is, seems he seems like one of the coolest guys to the to the crew to the staff. Like he he gives the crews bonuses. You know, the guys that only make like thirty, forty thousand on the film. Yeah. Where he's making bazillions. 
He'll give him like huge bonuses and stuff. Nice. He didn't have to do that. He'll cut a check himself. He he's, gives. He does all kinds of work for his community. I mean, he's. I really. He's he, like a quarterback on a NFL football team who gives his linemen yeah, Rolexes yeah. and Porsches, you know, at the end of the season for. <laughs> exactly, and for if any of the crew from the project that we're going to talk about soon is hearing this. We get to season five or six. I'll, I'll hook y'all up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't do it yet. <laughs> you hook me up, man. You get yeah. me a slot on that show, which, <laughs> which that's what we're going to talk about now. So we're segueing into uh, this. So J- yeah. Gunny, get the jack wagon train out of here. So Zeke has some amazing news that he's going to announce. You hear it? You hear it here first, Gladheads, on the Talking Lead podcast. So uh, I'm, I'm going to let. Let you do it. We've kind of built up to it a little bit here, so yeah, yeah. Well, you'll hear it, you'll hear it with your ears here first from my mouth. <laughs> yes. Technically, you may have heard it on Fox News already because they have the uh, official. It'll be it'll I'm be in in time with Fox. So Fox yes. still gets this. We will be simultaneous. But this is the first interview that there you go. I, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, I'm almost 100% positive any of the cast has done. All right. Because so, Talking Lead is the exclusive. Uh, yeah, a year ago. for exclusives. Sh- should, I, should I announce it and then we'll tell the story? Yeah. It's yeah, fine. let's announce it. So, so Zeke, what's the yep. big news? All right. So, on November 2nd, on Discovery Channel, will be Master of Arms. It what is a, a new... It is a new competition weapon show, and I am the host of it. There you go. The yep. the, the news is out of the bag. Zeke yep. is the host of Master of Arms, and it is on the Discovery Channel. You know, another another leadhead doing great things with the Discovery Channel. And as yep. Zeke was saying, it's a show about top weaponsmiths come together to battle it out head to head, building the armaments that change the course of history. Exactly. And the Squatch so, is the host. I'm the host. <laughs> I'm the host with the not so much most, but <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> you're, the, you're the tallest. I am the tallest. I guarantee that. Yeah, guarantee I'm that. probably the tallest game show host ever. So as In as our longtime leadheads know, um, that's kind of always been a dream of yours to get on <laughs> to get on the big screen. I guess this is considered a little screen screen, but it's still the big screen. Well, it depends on if somebody watches it in their like home theater. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, some people have ginormous uh, screens. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so how did this come to be? How did you get? Because you, it's, you're not an actor. I mean, other than some things that yeah. you and I had done uh, yeah. in our younger days that we're not going to talk yeah. about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we won't talk about that. But or or the you know we did some stuff on. The Talking Lead YouTube channel that was acting. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't pursuing really. it. it, it the funny thing is, is it was a it was a dream as a kid. Like I always wanted to do something like this. But I kind of put it to the side because, you know, I wanted to get into business. I wanted to, you know, build a family. There was a lot of stuff that kind of put that on the to the wayside. And um I wasn't pursuing it, wasn't looking for anything. And then I got a LinkedIn message. Actually, I got the LinkedIn. I forgot to tell you this when we talked about it before. I got the LinkedIn message a month and a half after they sent it. Because I don't ever check LinkedIn. (laughs) I don't either. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, hey, would you be interested in this gunsmithing TV show we're working on for for this uh, gunsmithing show that we're putting together? And 
I looked at the date and I'm like, oh shoot, it's like a month and a half ago. This ain't happening. No, like, I said, damn it! If this is yeah. real, I just missed I, my opportunity. I, I yeah. missed it. So I, I sent him a message. Hey, I'd love to talk to you more about it. Can you give me more info? Blah blah blah. Well, they got back to me within like a couple hours. And I was like, oh, okay. So they wanted me to do a Skype audition, so I did that. Uh, then they did another one with me uh, with different questions to ask and different things for me to say. And <clears throat> about a week later, I get a call. Hey, you know, the head of the network loves you. They want to utilize you. You know, can we go forward with this? I'm like, uh, sure. Can you tell me the network? No. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm like, already. So at this point, I'm thinking I'm getting scammed. <laughs> it's going to be right. like some, some old guy in a garage on. with a handy cam that he says he's he's putting together a TV Canadian show. public access TV. Yeah. <laughs> so Wayne's go World. Pro- <laughs> <laughs> go through that process. Then they give me a call uh, about doing another like film tape with more of my personality walking around, picking up random weapons, talking about them, whether firearms or archery or blades. And so I did that Had a friend that's got a really cool condo downtown Nashville went there. Uh, we filmed it, sent that in and they called back. Oh, this is perfect. This is just what they're looking for. Awesome. We're going to get the ball rolling, blah, blah, blah. Then Vegas happened. And which we just talked I, about earlier, which is that senator, yeah, yeah exactly, mass shooting in Vegas. And I thought, uh, I told my wife that day, I was like, mass murder. Just, I'm sorry, yeah, no, exactly, mass murder. I, I told my wife, I was like, this isn't gonna happen. They're not gonna do this show. And I got a call, and they were very professional, very cool about it. They're like, hey, look, you know, we hope you understand, we're not killing the show, but we're gonna put it on hold. You know, and I said, you know, out of respect for you know, the families. And I'm like, dude, I totally understand that. Not a big deal. Got off the phone and I'm like, I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> right. Yeah. Can you catch the theme? I keep saying, I don't think this is going to happen. Uh, then I got a call a week before Christmas and they're like, can you be in LA tomorrow? And I said, if you're paying, I can be in LA tomorrow. <laughs> short notice, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was kind of a whirlwind thing. Jeez. And I get out there <clears throat> and, and we're filming, these these lines they're having me say these lines and having me uh say some different things off the top of my head and about two hours in i looked at the producer and i'm like hey uh i'm not trying to be a dick or anything but you know is this normal for an audition process yeah it's a little long (laughs) yeah he kind of shook his head and gave me this weird look and he's like audition dude you're the host (laughs) <laughs> I was like, oh, okie dokie. Oh, so now um, you tell me. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we went through uh, that process about five hours. It was the sizzle reel that they were filming. Did you ever tell these guys, like, hey, I have never done this before, guys? <laughs> yeah. Like- yeah. I was like, wow, this is crazy. Um, so that went well. And sizzle. then, yeah. So then we did the chemistry test and what they did with that is they flew us all together. Uh, all the different people that were up for the judges, uh, for the show. Yeah. And we all had to work with every combination imaginable of these people. So that was, you know, really and, long day. And it's my understanding that there were some pretty big name judges that you beat out for this. Oh yeah. Yeah. There were some big name judges that I beat out for this. Yeah. Um, uh, well known. Well known. I don't know if I can you, talk about it. You guys it, but heard the names. You would be very impressed. Yeah, I was. It was one of those moments where I was kind of like floored when I heard who I beat out for this. 
Um, maybe one day they'll let me talk about it. And then, I don't know. <laughs> so it came down to, to me, uh, Ashley Lebinsky. She is the curator for the Cody Wyoming Wild West Museum, which is one of the greatest firearms museum in our country. Cody Wyoming. Uh, oh, yeah. Better than the Smithsonian. Better than any of the other ones you can imagine is really, really cool. They're actually doing a big remodel right now too. She's busy with nice. that. And then do they all, they do all kinds of firearms there or. Oh yeah. Yeah. Everything from historical wild West stuff to modern day stuff. Cool. We'll have it's, to have yeah. her on sometime to talk about that. That sounds oh, very yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but yeah, they, so there's, there's Ashley and then Trenton Ty, he's our craftsman judge. Uh, okay. so Ashley is our historian. She does all the historical stuff. So I don't have to study and learn. She just rattles it off the top of her head. She's a freaking genius. It's unreal. You don't have to fake <laughs> it. You don't have to act. <laughs> no, I don't have to act. <laughs> then Trenton Ty is our craftsman. He does amazing, amazing work. He's a well-known blacksmith, uh, gunsmith, uh, pretty much jack of all trades when it comes to uh, weapons and weapons making. And he's he's been in the craftsman world for years. So once again, I don't have to act on that stuff either. <laughs> <laughs> they're just, they're um, just making a cakewalk for you, brother. Yeah, and I test the first round of, of whatever the build is, which we can't talk about who the contestants are or the build is. Because apparently... I never would have thought of this, but like with game shows like this, there's like underground betting and stuff that goes on. Really? Yeah. It's kind of weird. I'd never would have thought of that. No. Um, but we're not allowed to talk about who's on it or who's won or what the builds are. Uh, th- so the first, Is that like through Vegas that this, <laughs> that this betting's, I, w- I would think so. You can bet on anything in Vegas. I so know. I'm assuming so. Bet yeah. on who wins game shows. Yeah. Uh, so the first round, I get to test that. Uh, and then the two people who make it to the second round, uh, they have to do a build. We give them a longer time frame in our uh, custom-made shop. And they have a surprise tester, and that's Nick Irving, uh, former Army Ranger sniper. Yeah. And one of the most prolific, the Reaper uh, Irving uh he, he's one of the most prolific snipers in the army. Yeah, third uh, third ranger battalion. He served yep. uh, with a friend of the show, Paul Martinez. Yep. Uh, if you guys remember, yep. he was on the show a few episodes back. He wrote uh, "When the Killer Man Comes." Yep. Uh, book. So, so we got to get we got to get Nick on the show too, man. That'd be oh, awesome. Yeah. We can do that. Get Nick we can Paul make it happen. That'd be if cool. he if he comes to the Iraq Veterans Show, you could do it then. Uh, working on that right now. So. Okay. Yeah, I'll definitely meet him then, and we'll set something up to yep to get him on the show. Hell yeah. But yeah, so we uh, got the cast together. Uh, of course, negotiated all our contracts, and then we flew uh, out on on location for six, seven weeks. I think it was. Yeah. And we knocked out eight eight episodes, and it was fun. And and it, it was weird because even though. I had gone to L.A. I did the sizzle reel. I, I went through the chemistry test process. And, you know, there's high-end cameras and stuff. I still had this weird feeling like I was being duped. You know, like this, is this legit? And, of course, they at this point, they'd already told us it was Discovery Channel, which was exciting. That's a big name. Uh, yeah. I didn't realize how big Discovery actually was until I started going through this process. Apparently, Are you serious? Yeah, Discovery's. 
Yeah. Apparently in Europe, like that's a normal channel over there. Mm -hmm. Like Discovery is just normal TV. It's not like you have to do this special stuff. Oh, that's not like one of the additional. It's kind of, I mean, it's kind of normal here nowadays because you get all the, you know, when you buy cable now or whatever, I don't know. I hadn't had cable in 15 years, but what I understand, that's like part of a discovery channel, you know, history channel, you know, kind of all. You don't have to do like HBO to get them, you know, you don't have to subscribe. So I, I kind of felt like it, I was there was something gonna happen that I just was gonna get there and it's gonna be like these cheap little handy cams, like I said, and you know this this stage was gonna be like somebody's garage. <laughs> and when we walked on set for the first time, my heart shot through the top of my skull. Oh, it no was doubt. unbelievable what we saw, and the the when you see the set on November second. At nine o'clock central, ten PM Eastern, <laughs> you will see what I was talking about. It's it was fun. It was an experience. I mean, you're talking fifteen, eighteen hour days some days. Uh standing up the majority Trust of the time. Trust me, dude, I know. You know Ooh. Pepper's in the business. Uh, yeah. I mean she yeah. she, she puts did in, Nashville. Yeah. yeah, she's been working on a Netflix um show here recently too. And I mean they're doing eighteen, nineteen hour days. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. It's just normal the for them too. You know, the funny thing is you always hear about these Hollywood parties every night. Blah, blah. You get there and you work those long days, there ain't no party in it. Yeah, not every night. Like, I mean, like season no. wraps and, you know, things yeah, like rap that. Yeah, parties, rap parties and parties. stuff like that. But, like, your head touches that pillow and you are out. Yeah, you're thankful. <laughs> you're out Thankful cold. for that time, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and then you got to turn around and be there. Some There was days where if we had to do certain things for what our role was in the show, like there was days I had to be there at 630. You know, so I'm up mm-hmm. ready at 435. Yeah. And then there till 8 o'clock that night. So. Yeah. But I mean, if you're working with a union, then they've got certain uh, mandatory right. in-between times and stuff like that. But Yeah, we, to we be, learned that. To be the star of the show, I mean, you got to make sacrifices, though, you know? Yeah, yeah that's true. We, we learned pretty quick that there's like a system. So if if we had one of those 15, 18-hour days, the next day we didn't have to be in till 9 because right. of the union stuff. Yeah. 9 or 10 or something like that. So it was yeah. always like we'd have a long day. We're like, oh, we can sleep in, though. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. that was coming. Yeah. Even though uh, you may not be in the union, all the, the crew and everybody like that are members right. of unions. and. Yep. So let me trust me. Unions dictate everything that yep. shooting schedules go. Yeah. Yep. Like our lunch was on time every day. Yeah. Yeah. No matter what was going on. So, um, but yeah, it was a really, really fun show. There's some really cool builds. I I'm giddy with excitement to talk about them, but we'll have to wait until after. Yeah. So we can't really, that. we can't talk details of the show. Obviously, um, yeah. it's, it'll give away the show, but um, you guys make sure that you tune in and you've got the dates. November 2nd. November 2nd. We don't have a time yet, right? Yes. 9 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. Eastern. It'll be right after Gold Rush. Gold okay, Rush is go. Discovery's biggest show. And uh, uh, we're going to be right after them, which when I heard that, I was excited and scared. Well, this is <laughs> because, awesome because... Because throwing us after their highest rated show means one of two things. Either we really kicked ass and they're confident, or we really sucked and they're desperate for those rollover ratings. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that they do so, that with a lot of new shows is they'll put yeah. it after a, a good – because they want to get that kickstart no matter what. you know. Yeah, so yeah. that's awesome. And you lead heads. 
get get all you know your local leadheads together and do a a viewing party. You know, yeah. let's celebrate a leadhead doing something awesome here because this is this is huge. And, uh, and tell Zeke us getting on t- Discovery Channel. Yeah, come come to my uh, social media, which all of it is Zeke underscore Stout. Uh, S-T-O-U-T, Z-E-K-E underscore S-T-O-U-T, and go to Marty and all the leadhead stuff and talking lead stuff and tell us that you're having them because as the premiere gets closer, I want to be like talking about on social media. Oh, you know, you know, Chuck, yeah, Sarah absolutely. He is having absolutely. a big uh, viewing party and then blah. But if you have these viewing parties, <laughs> make sure <laughs> that everyone before they leave to come to your party tunes it to the discovery channel or DVRs it. That way we get the ratings. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So if they're not at the house, DVR it. So you get those extra clicks, you know, kind of like our, our show, you know, download it here, download it there. It helps us in our ratings. Oh, yeah. um, but Zeke's talking about having a, a party. So I'm, I'm helping him organize this viewing party locally here. Hopefully they don't send him to Hollywood. Uh, Cause I definitely won't get to go to Hollywood. I'm sure. But we'll probably do some we'll probably do some uh, social media live things broadcast while yeah. we're there. Oh yeah. Nope. Uh, so you guys make sure that you check uh, Talking Lead social media, uh, Instagram, Facebook uh, while we're doing that too, because we're you know we're really going to do it up because we want this to be a huge success, guys. So oh, yeah. tell your mother, tell your brother, tell your uncles, tell your aunts, tell your best buddies, girlfriends, your, your mama's uh, cousin, <laughs> cousin, yeah, exactly, your mama's cousins, baby daddy, everybody. Absolutely. And uh, um, make sure that when you go to Zeke's, and I'm sure that they'll set up some social media for Master of Arms uh, mm-hmm. as it progresses. Yep. Let them know you're leadheads. Let them know you heard about it on Talking Lead Podcast. You're leadhead. You're following You support them. Uh, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be a fun ride. And, you know, to be honest, let's prove to them that stuff like podcasts and when I say them, the not discovery, discovery believes in us. I, that, I've never felt more welcomed by, by a company, a huge company like that than, than I have with them. But like, there's other people in the media that just don't believe in podcasts and YouTube and discovery yeah. does. And they're giving us a shot to really promote this, you know, do a lot of stuff with the connections we have. That's right. Tell them and you want, prove them you want all the other cast on the show. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. We can blow the doors off with with the followings that all all of our friends and we have. So give us some give us a little taste, a little tease of kind of what what we can expect. So you're gonna have some of the best weaponsmiths in the world uh, that are there building weapons, and what we'll do is we surprise them. Um, you know, they get there and they don't know what they're gonna get. They could get a blade. They could get a gun. They could get archery, uh, a bow, a crossbow. They could get anything. And, of course, you know, with these weaponsmiths, when they come in, we make sure we're not going to take somebody who is strictly a gunsmith, and that's all they know, and then have them forge a a Viking battle axe. We're not going to do that to them. Oh, come on, man. you (laughs) got to trip them up a little bit. There there are a lot of guys out there that are weaponsmiths that can do it all. They can forge. They can do stock work. They can do I know one. I know one from from Colorado. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We went out and did some stuff. He'd be great for the show. (laughs) He would be. He would be. Okay. Okay. He would be. Now, um, now that brings me to another quote. Well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You're, you're, you're teasing us here. Go ahead. 
yeah, yeah. So you know, they 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 get a chance in the first round to build uh, a weapon. It might be a weapon standalone. It might be part of something that we're going to build in the second round, and. They have anywhere from four to six hours. Uh, I think we, I can't remember. We may have done one that was an eight hour build and we stand up on the catwalk and we watch them. And if we see amusing stuff, we talk about it. (laughs) If we see stuff that's stupid and crazy, we talk about it. (laughs) See somebody cut their finger off. You talk about it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, not going to confirm or deny this, but see somebody pee in a cup. (laughs) We talk about it. (laughs) So somebody just didn't want to take a pee break, huh? They're just keeping on trucking. I'm not going to confirm or deny nothing. (laughs) It's called dedication. That's cool. That's cool. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's it was so much fun to do this, and I know the first thing that everybody thinks yeah. forged in fire. It's forged in fire. Forged in fire is a great show. knocking they off forged in fire. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, they they put out a great show. But forged in fire. If anybody's ever seen Chopped or Iron Chef, it's hey, here's a pile of food, make something cool. Forged in Fire is hey, here's a pile of metal, make something cool. We're like, here's a pile of all kinds of stuff, make something cool. It's it's a successful formula. Yeah. And the way I think of it is, you know, Forged in Fire is really good spaghetti, but sometimes you want some extra meat. <laughs> you know, you want some meatballs in there. Is, you, you, you compare everything to food. Parmesan is cheese. that how you do it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we add the meatballs and the Parmesan cheese. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I, there are great shows out there and you know, the, the shows that people do well, but there are things that other people want to see too. They want to see, you know, kind of what you guys are like, what if this and what if this were mixed, boom, then you get this. So yeah. it's not you yeah. guys are knocking in any no. show, any show does that, you know, anybody comes out with a new show. I guarantee when Forged and Fire uh, came on, they were, you know, saying they knocked off something chopped. else. Yeah, chopped. <laughs> or yeah. the, was it Kate King? Was it Kate King yeah. or something? Yeah. Stuff like that. So it's, and I don't think of it like that way. I, I've met a couple of the Forged to Fire guys, and they're great guys. And I, yeah. I'm a fan. I've, I've watched the majority of their episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I'm kind of geeking out that I get to do a show like. You know this. what I want to liken it so, to? So what's that? And this is a couple of, of you know, I know this is one of our favorite movies, Tombstone and Wyatt Earp. They, yeah, they basically came out about the same time, and it was we're, you know we're, almost we're about the same, huh? We get to be Tombstone, though. Yeah, you guys get to be Tombstone. But <laughs> I, I liked both movies, you know, yep. equally well in different ways, you know. Yeah. But Tombstone, yeah, Tombstone was my favorite, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, they're they're uh, the, you never know. They may get a freaking you know Wild West gun in the first round, and then they have to attach a a. a a freaking circular saw blade to the hand. You it's know? not going to be that outrageous, but <laughs> no, it's not that outrageous. But, but like there, you said, it's based cool on his surprises. It's There's based a on lot his of really cool surprises, right? But it's based on things that actually existed in history. That yep. Uh, so yeah, that's going to be. But it's going to be their take on it. It's going to be these. I call them artists. Exactly. Uh, yeah, they're craftsmen. Craftsmen. Yeah, they're, yeah. These, these guys, when you when y'all get to see the stuff that they put out. It is amazing. Uh, we had just some incredible, incredible craftsmen. And there was a couple episodes where there was our, our deliberations 
you're going to see like five minutes of it. Mm-hmm. They were two, three hours yeah. of us. No, no. Well, this is no. Well, this one. No, no. There's no way we got to do it because it was just so close because they were all so good. So now is it giving away any of the show if we talk about, OK, so now these guys are, you know, battling it out, coming up with the, uh, you know, the final product that you tell them that they need to make. What mm-hmm. happens after that? After you get to test it out. Is where I'm getting. Oh, af- yeah. After I test it, <clears throat> have we talked about you? Didn't you didn't talk about that yet? Have you? Yeah, I, I mentioned it. I didn't get in depth. Okay. So I'll, I'll take whatever they make in that first round, and I'll beat the hell out of it. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted a big Sasquatch to beat the hell out of stuff, and they got it. <laughs> now, you and, guys, can I talk? Can can I ask this? Are you guys traveling around to different? Are you going like to a range, or is everything done in studio? Yeah, we we have. Uh, a testing zone in studio. So all of our first round stuff are done in studio and it was about 50, 50 with the other stuff. We had an outdoor range that we used for the other stuff. Mm -hmm. And then there was some of it that we were still able to do in the studio. Yeah. All of them really, really cool things. Uh, I can just imagine. there's, There's some really cool stuff that I got to do that I'm like, I never knew I could look like a badass. (laughs) (laughs) But like you said, you and I were talking, um, before, there, I mean, you've got some high tech equipment here. This is not like are you you know, like we were doing in the YouTube days. You've got, no. you know, five hundred thousand dollar cameras that. Oh yeah, slow mo cameras that are just unreal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it, it, and you guys know the quality that Discovery Channel puts out. So this is going to yep. be some some high quality visual type stuff. So I'm yep. excited about it, man. I'm really looking yeah, forward to our, it. And our our production company, Matador Entertainment, it was just, they were aces. You know, there is not, I always hear these horror stories about people that have done TV, whether it's the production company or the network. Both companies, hands down, were just awesome to deal with and awesome to work with. And I'm not saying that because I want to keep my job. I'm on, I mean, I'm being brutally honest. They were just, Everything ran smooth. Everybody was nice. There were no jerks. No, it was it was just a really good experience. I, I really enjoyed it. But um, very cool. So after after I get to beat the hell out of stuff, then we pick two out of the three, and they move on to the final round, and that's wherever their build. We surprise them with Nick Irving, the Reaper. Mm-hmm. Which is really cool because we had some uh, vets that were the craftsmen. And when I'm like, all right, people, this is Nick Irving, Reaper, former Army Ranger sniper. They just were like, oh, Oh, my God, this is awesome. (laughs) This is cool. Fanboys, fanboys. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Uh, And then he tested their weapon. He tested the hell out of them. And uh, then the winner, of course, gets the title of Master Arms and $10,000. $10,000. That's cool. now, do they get to keep their weapons that they make? No. No, they don't. Oh, Too man. much liability. Yeah. <laughs> but if they're making them, it's like, come on, man. That <laughs> is my baby. Dude, I'm telling you, it, we, we legally we have to destroy them, which is so sad because some really? of the stuff is so Yeah, I mean, and I get it. It's a risk. You know, something that's Could made on the show. Could you not send it to Ashley's wrong. Museum? That's actually a good suggestion. We may right? need to uh, suggest that. I would they, think so. Yeah, they've got security, and nobody could get a hold of it. And but it yeah. is history. I mean, it is a piece of history. There, there was there was one thing that I'll be honest. Yeah. <laughs> you were talking about stealing bubble gum. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I wanted this thing to fall in my bag on the way out of there. Right. Oh, <laughs> I, I guarantee like, there's all oops. kinds of stuff there. Yeah. <laughs> oops. What just happened? <laughs> that is cool. But, uh, it, it was, it was fun, man. It, and it's going to be fun to watch. And that's, that's the thing I'm so excited about. And f- today, uh, I, th- I think they're releasing, you know, when, while we're recording this, it hasn't actually been released yet, but by the time you're listening, this has been released. I think they're releasing the trailer, the, the buzz reel, all that, the sizzle reel, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so you'll be able to see some footage which is gonna be really cool yeah yeah i mean that that's kind of common when they put out <laughs> yeah. so they want to promote it definitely so uh we'll make sure we post all that on the talking lead uh, social media pages too so you guys can have access to that uh but i mean i can't i can't lie man i'm jealous i'm jealous man i'm happy as as peach pie for you though brother uh this is awesome yeah. this I'm is stoked, good stuff man. and and, it, and this is the, you know i didn't say this at the beginning but the whole reason i wanted to do my first interview with you. This is where all this started. You know, well, you we're, and me we're honored, man. On the you and me on the phone talking about guns <laughs> for on my way back to Clarksville. For hours like little girls. <laughs> and I go, dude, let's start a podcast. And you go, sweet, what the fuck's a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, and, I'm in, let's do it. And then yeah. and then we wound up at a Mexican radio station. In- Mexican radio station <laughs> for the first five episodes. A lot of people don't know that, but I yeah, love that five. studio too, man. I miss it. That, that's where we met Hickok forty five for the first time, and he walked in, and neither one of us knew he was a giant bigger than me, and right. all, we were both like, "Holy what the hell!" Crap. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, it just kind of took off from there, and that's you know that's why I wanted to you know, come back here to make sure this is where I did my first interview because this month, from what I understand, once this announcement's made, it's going to be balls to the wall. I'm going to be getting phone interviews, flying, be doing the media junkets and all that stuff. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be a wild month, but well, if you need an agent, really want to blow the doors off this thing. I'll be, I'll be your huckleberry. Yeah. Cause we're tombstone. (laughs) (laughs) Cause we're, we're not wider. We're tombstone. Yeah. Well, cool. Minor. One more time, give give the uh, the date and the time. Of course, everybody knows it's the Discovery Channel. Yep, the Discovery Channel, November second, nine p.m. right, nine p.m. Central, ten p.m. Eastern, right after Gold Rush. Uh, and if 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 uh, what Zeke and I are working on here locally comes through, um, might be something that we could post and let people know locally. Then they can come come join us. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I may keep it friends and family only just in case I suck. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. So maybe we could do like a contest for a couple people to show up. We might be able to do that. Get an, get an invite. So as Zeke and I are, are putting the plans together for the local viewing party, uh, there could be an opportunity for a couple of you lead heads to join us. Yeah. So so stay tuned for that. Possibly. Cross your fingers that, yeah, cross your fingers that everything works out. Yep. All right. So uh that's great news, and we've got more great news coming right now. Did you was there anything else you wanted to say about any of that? Huh? Okay. <laughs> nope. Okay. So to continue it's our awesome <laughs> our uh watches for heroes program with Defy Watches. Right. Federal Law Enforcement Officers Association, FLEOA, and Talking Lead. 
uh, we're going to give away another watch to a lucky recipient here. And I'm going to go to our mailbox. All right, so this one comes in from Stephen Z. And uh, it's I Want the Watch is the subject. You guys got to send these in for who you want nominated for these watches. He says, I would like to nominate my dad, Wally, for one of your watches. My dad served in the Army in Baumholder, Germany during the Cuban Missile Crisis. That was back during Kennedy's day, wasn't it? Uh-huh. He was on the front lines. After he got out of the Army, he moved to Wisconsin, from Wisconsin to Illinois, to work at CAT as a skilled welder. As he worked, he played music, tended bar, drove truck, and many other jobs to raise four kids. He also always found time to volunteer at fundraisers for vet organizations, Easter Seals, our local school annual pancake and sausage supper, as uh, Aunt May would say, supper, and many other organizations. Is it Aunt May? Who's uh, who's Andy Taylor? Who was uh, Aunt May uh, or, or Aunt Aunt B? Aunt B, yeah, Aunt B, yeah. yeah I messed that up. Aunt B, supper, <laughs> and many Auntie, other. Auntie May was Wizard of Oz. Uh, Aunt well, Aunt May was Spider Man. Oh, yeah. oh, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Aunt May. Always finding time to umpire Little League, build sets for school plays, and start a small business with my mom to help make ends meet. We never had everything we wanted, but we had what we needed. Dad retired from CAT and decided to follow a passion to be a carpenter and build houses and hotels. Yeah. That's, that's a that's a big uh, undertaking there. Still always finding time to volunteer to anyone who asks. After retirement for a second time, he still couldn't sit still and now runs the local food pantry at our hometown back in Wisconsin. Hope you consider him because he always sacrificed for his community and family and never would buy himself nice things. He always gave of himself, and I would like to give something back. Just this last weekend, he had our big festival in town that is the biggest fundraiser of the year for the American Legion Post, and he is there from setup, open to close every day, and then tear down. I think he deserves it. Uh, I think he deserves it and hope you feel the same. Thanks, Stephen Z. So, yeah, Stephen Z, we feel the same, definitely. Uh, your dad uh, is going to get himself a nice Defy watch, thanks to you and your nomination. Congrats. So, congratulations, and uh, thank your dad for his service. We are going to send him a watch. Just uh, get in touch with me, talking at gmail.com. Send me his uh, contact info, and we'll make sure that uh, Bill from Flioa gets that watch over to your dad. So, very good. If you guys, we've only got a few watches left. Um, I think that gets us down to three, three, two, two more watches. Um, so, send your nominations in. I want the watch, talkingled at gmail.com, and uh, we'll definitely consider your nominations and who knows i mean we may continue this too um i've talked with jeremy about it he's been very pleased with it uh bill at flioa uh, those guys are always um giving so uh i think there may be uh some additions to this stay tuned for that uh as far as swag talking about swag giveaways this week i'm gonna have to uh um take it easy on myself (laughs) <laughs> because I'm I'm behind on uh, getting some some packages out. So if you guys have one, I've called your name. Uh, I'm getting those together. I will get those out to you. Uh, just just be patient. It'll be worth the wait. Uh, but I'm not going to give anything else out until I can uh, get caught up. Because uh, it just it kills me, man. It kills me. 
I ain't got nobody helping me no more, Zeke. No, my bad. <laughs> Thanks, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> but uh, you can uh, talk to some of the leadheads in the past. Uh, it is it is definitely worth the wait once you get one of our swag packs. So, all right, Zeke. So you and I got to get ready to head to Georgia. Yes, sir. We're gonna have a good time at the Iraq Veteran Shoot. Uh, seeing yep. seeing all our our good buddies down there. I love that's the the thing I love most about it is just is seeing everybody I hadn't seen in a while. Oh yeah, getting caught up with uh, with everybody. So. Uh, we're going to have a good time. We're going to have the ride-on optics there. As you guys are hearing this, we're at the range shooting. Uh, we've got um, ride-on optics we're trying out. We're going to be using some of Atlas Defense's suppressors. So Joe Moe and the gang going to be Excuse there. Excuse me, Marty, but you just clapped instead of hand uh, <laughs> jazz was, hands. That so was more I, of a I, swat. Been, yeah, but I've been triggered. Um, I need you to jazz hands, please. Thank you. Yeah. Th- that's better. Thank you. <laughs> now, you bring up a great point. So when you got a fly or a gnat, something flying over you, and you no, you no, sw- you have to jazz hand them. To How death. do you jazz hand them to death? I don't, I don't get that. So you just do it really fast like this, and <laughs> hope they fly into it. <laughs> but our, our buddies from Modern Spartan Systems are going to be there. Um, uh, X still couldn't make it. They've got some some other events that they're going to be at. But uh, a lot of our other friends are going to be there. So as you guys are hearing this, make sure you're going and checking our social media because uh, like I said, Zeke and I are probably do some social media stuff while we're there together along with some other people. Uh, we're going to have a good time and uh, we'll report back with some, with some awesome stories. And of course there's always some new products that pop up there at the Iraq vet shoot. Uh, so if we get our hands on those, the next episode of the AK corner, talking about AK corner where Zeke, we're giving away 12 AK 47s. I've seen a couple of the ones you gave away on social media. Yeah, so a couple of our winners have been posting their guns. They're out shooting them, enjoying them. Uh, I know Squatch EDC. Uh, that's his name, Squatch EDC. Zeke. He's trying I'm to. Jealous. He's trying to. He's trying to steal your name. <laughs> um, has really been enjoying his uh, Troy. We want to see some videos of yours too, brother. Send those in. Uh, you, uh, your last two winners, you guys. They're on their way. They're still getting uh, some things together. But our next episode, episode four, we're going to be giving away a custom Cerakoted AK-47 from uh, Blackout Cerakote Customs, Tucker, our, our boy Tucker over there. And I've posted, posted some pictures of some that he's done. One of those may or may not be the one that's going to go to one of you lucky leadheads. So, nice. And I'll just say this. Make sure you guys are engaging with us on social media, uh, especially our AK post. Um, but some of you are taking it overboard and I'm loving it. Um, giddy up is all over the place, guys. I can tell you right now, giddy up really wants this AK. He has gone back to posts that we've done back in, uh, five, four years ago, like 2013. He's going back to some posts Zeke back then that we posted and been commenting on stuff back then. Wow. So as I so what up, all do you have to do? So it's 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 just engage with us on social media. You got to like our post, you got to share our post, you got to comment on our post, you got to interact with other leadheads in, in our post. I've seen a lot of awesome interactions between some of our leadheads. Uh, some conversations have struck up between them. Uh, I'm just I'm I'm looking for activity. You know. Well, I, I know I'm not eligible, but if there's a guy named Buford Fondork the Third that starts like commenting a lot, it's not me. <laughs> it's not you. It's, it's not you. It's it's not he he deserves it. 
But yeah, I mean, uh, I've seen I've seen a lot of you guys that have really been. Uh, Jerry Black has really been on it. Uh, Chuck, um, I've seen. I hadn't seen you lately, Chuck. So you got to pick it up. Uh, but I'm just telling you guys, uh, Giddy Up has really been on it. So between now and what the 15th of November, you guys, I want to see sharing. I want to see our numbers go up on social media. So make sure you're telling buddies. I've had uh, several emails from people saying, hey, I heard about you from such and such. That's what I want to see. And that's, you know, that's what we're going to take into consideration. Because uh, sharing is caring. Sharing is caring and sharing is winning an <laughs> AK-47, possibly. <laughs> so, so we sharing still got... caring about getting an AK. We still have a lot of AKs to give away, guys. Like I said, we got 12 to give away during this uh, 12-part series of the AK Corner sponsored by Pioneer Arms Corp. So make sure you show them some love as well, because we're also taking that into consideration. We want to see their numbers go up too. Um, but you guys have been doing awesome so far. I couldn't be couldn't be prouder of you. So thank you so much for all the support. And uh, we're going to be back after the Iraq Vet shoot with more of the Talking Lead podcast. So support those who support the Talking Lead podcast. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do this show. Right on USA, right on optics, right on USA.com, Modern Spartan Systems, ModernSpartanSystems.com, X Steel Targets, Call Bud. If you don't see a target on there that floats your boat, no pun intended, he can make one for you. Oh, but have you met uh, Bud X Steel Targets? Great dude. Great dude. I saw, you know, I, I, I could know somebody by face, but I can't, I suck with that. It's horrible. I'll have, have to introduce you guys. You'll like Bud. Uh, 1776 United for all the uh, Talking Lead swag. Dip, dipstick Hydrographic. Dipstick Dizzy Wheelie is what we call them. Uh, <laughs> Dip123.com forward slash Talking Lead. And then, of course, Defy Watches. Smith Bradley Watches uh, for the official wristwear of Talking Lead. And make sure you go and support Sheepdog Impact Assistance. They uh, have been working. I know I told you guys I was going to get Sergeant Major on to talk about all the disaster recovery they've been doing down in the Carolinas. Uh, we're still going to get him on to give you an update on all the awesome things that they have done down there to help out that community. And Leoa, uh, uh, Federal Law Enforcement Officers Association, showing some love. Zeke, that brings us to the end of another episode of the Talking Web Podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time. Congratulations, buddy. Uh, I'm really excited for you. This is awesome stuff, and I know you're going to bring the Lead Head Brigade along the ride with you. Absolutely. Appreciate you having me, man. Yeah, buddy. So, um, guys, as always, you Lead Heads, keep your loved ones close. And your firearms closer. And your remote control and your DVR set to... Discovery Channel, November 2nd, 9 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. Eastern. Master of Arms, hosted by Moi. Now, do you use your real name? You, are you Zeke Stout? Are you the host of Zeke Stout? Or you're no, Ezekiel. I'm Jack Steel. Or are you Ezekiel? No, 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 no. Zeke Stout. Zeke Stout. All right, Leadheads, until next episode, we'll see you soon. <laughs>